saw the story. Nine people stuck in an elevator for hours in a New Brunswick parking garage <laughs> downtown. <laughs> now, can you imagine being stuck in the elevator? And not only in the elevator with nine people, but mm. for three hours. As someone who has been stuck in an elevator. But not, not for three hours. Not once, not twice, but three times. But no, not for three hours. I truly cannot imagine having to do that with so many people for so long of a period of time. I that don't know what's worse is having that many people are just being with one other person. There's one person you don't know. You make friends with three hours in the elevator. But with nine people, I guess you don't really have to say much <sighs> of anything to anybody if you don't want to, right? I guess. But from, again, my limited experience of being stuck in an elevator. Three times is a three lot. Three times. That's a lot. It is a lot. But it, you know what the problem is? Is right. It's a small space and right. it gets really warm. Yeah. So whether it's summer, winter, it doesn't matter. Sharing that small space with nine other people would be Awful. Describe that. Uh, describe the sequence of events when you were stuck in the elevator. The mm-hmm. first thing you do is it stops. It bump. Mm-hmm. Then the lights go out. The lights did not go out when okay. I was in the. Because I know ele- that can happen. Yeah. Then I proceeded to press every button on the elevator, hoping that something would make it move, and it didn't. And then I tried the door open button, and it did not work. And then I did the emergency thing, which then let the sound go off, and it just sounded like a siren going off. Which for me took about twenty five minutes for somebody to realize that that was going off because, like these people, I was you're in a, a big office tower. I was right? in a yeah. I was in a parking garage. Oh, yeah. parking garage. My cell phone didn't work, so I don't know if these people had that issue going on as well because yeah. you're in an elevator in a parking garage, so you don't have a lot of signal. So you just had to hope that somebody would realize that you're stuck. Well, they in had there. that other little button there that's supposed to talk either to uh, the the front office yeah. or to the fire department. Sometimes just call fire. Right, right. And then they get that little red switch on mm-hmm. some elevators. Looks some like a light them. switch. That you could supposedly reach the fire department directly. I, I've never, I always assumed that those things don't actually do a darn thing, you know? I would guess not if it took that long for them to get them out. I guess in the story, in this story, the nine people were stuck in between two floors and right. the elevator just could not go up or down. So it would not open the door at all because obviously there was nowhere for them You know what you do? Go. You go up through the top of it and then climb out that way like Bruce uh, Willis. No, no, you're not going to MacGyver this. Like, get out of here. That's Wait a minute. Terrifying. Hang on a second. Bruce Willis is not MacGyver. Whatever. He's John McClane, okay? <laughs> Same thing. I mean, I guess. You're going to tell me if I'm stuck in an elevator to open a hatch and climb up to the top. It's not happening. Get me out of here now. You know what the worst thing would be to happen in the elevator? Yo, no. You cannot. You have to hold it. I don't care if you're in there for 10 hours. You better hold it. You can't do that. Yeah, it's never happened to me before. No. I mean, even working in the city, you'd think... I would have been, uh, so I'm due. No. This is like jury duty. I am due to be stuck in an elevator, and I just dread the day that it happens. Just start taking the stairs. It's not worth it. (laughs) Really. No, you can't do that. But joking aside, I'm a little nervous about this. I've never been stuck in an elevator, and I think just, uh, you know, by... What's the word I'm looking for? It's just it's bound to happen. There's probability. Because it's you. That's the only reason it's bound to happen. <laughs> for most other people, it's not even a remote possibility. You didn't get stuck in the elevator, and we worked in the same place, and I got stuck in it three times. Well, so I think, I think is, maybe this is the thing that you don't, that does not happen to you. It happened to me. So enough. because it's happened to you so many times, I'm just assuming most people get stuck more often than the average person. I don't think it's a normal really thing to be stuck in the elevator. We just happened to work in a building that was 100 years old, and nobody ever did maintenance on it, and... I would take the elevator in the garage, which uh, you should never do. When I went to the uh, fancy prep school when I was a kid, you know, we had to wear the sport jacket and the khakis every day and all that kind of a school, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The building was built in, I want to say like 1826 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not kidding. So they had uh, in, the, in the back of the cafeteria, it's all been redone now because I went to visit a number of years ago. It's, it's very nice. But they used to, in the back, it was just the, the brick, you know, that uh, kind of grimy old brick, you know, like a, like a storeroom kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And they had the elevator shaft and it was a cage. And it had a crank, and you, oh, get in yeah. there, you had to crank the thing yourself like an old uh, jalopy to go up in the elevator. And usually, uh, if you were um, an underclassman, I think you had to be over 18. So maybe there were some uh, seniors who were old enough to, to use it. But if you were under 18, you had to get one of the maintenance guys, to, or, you know, the janitor guys yeah, to take you yeah. up in the thing because it was so... Da- and the, oh, it smelled like grease. And, yeah, that doesn't seem safe. Yeah. <laughs> no. Talk about an old elevator. So Yeah. I think, think of that funny. sometimes when you get on... Uh, it just reminded me of something else. When my kids went to high school, they uh, they used to try to sell to the freshmen elevator passes. Mm-hmm. Like they'd sell them a dollar for an elevator pass. <laughs> There's no elevator in the building. <laughs> oh, stop it. That's amazing. We get on the elevator at the uh, Prudential Center 
not that long ago, when uh, Bruce was here, was it a month ago now? Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, I mean, they've got the, it's electronic and everything, but they got the guy, they got the attendant on the elevator, which you don't see all that much anymore. And there are people being hostile about, oh, I'm sorry, I thought, I, wh- where am I supposed to get out? And this guy just says nothing. And Rochelle and I are among the last people getting off the elevator. I think it's Ralphie, you, me, and uh, we're getting off the yeah. elevator. And Kane, I think. We get off the elevator. And, he's, and then he finally says, I just keep my uh, smile on and collect my paycheck. <laughs> it's like, high yep. five, big guy. High five. That's how you do it. <laughs> Don't be getting in and an altercation with these been there. That guy's probably been there since the day the building opened. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Doing that, you know. For sure. Did you ever get stuck at uh, when we worked at the garden, Joe? Me? No. It, in that building? Yeah, because that elevator was a little janky, too. I, I never, I, you know, I really wasn't there all that much, to be honest with you. But, I mean, I was uh, the one at the traffic center on Fifth Avenue in the old uh, Fortune Off building. That one used to get stuck every so often. And uh, one of the security guys was going up in it overnight. Oh, and it got, oh, yeah, he, he was, he, we never saw him again. <laughs> and he, he got, it, it, it screwed him up so badly that he was stuck in there for that period of time. He never returned to work. Oh really? my gosh! Wow! Really? Man, that's a wow! That's yeah, a union good play out. right there, right? These are all good stories for you to realize it's time to get a little more healthy and take the stairs. <laughs> Just take the stairs. Yeah. Okay. Now listen, I will take the stairs. Like if I got to go a little bit, and I'm like, I haven't gone in a half an hour or so, maybe I I will take the stairs. Seriously. Yeah, it's it's worth taking the stairs and not risking it. Or if I don't have my phone in my pocket for whatever reason, I won't get in the elevator. <laughs> so I'm with you on that. Yeah. But be safe. <laughs> Nine people for three hours. Oof. Beautiful downtown New Brunswick. There you go. No. No. I don't I know you're exactly where or- that elevator is, too. At that one. It's one of those parking decks. They're horrible elevators. I really shouldn't bring this up on the air because I think you told me this story just uh just you and me. But didn't you tell me like this might have been last year when you went on vacation, you got out of an elevator and it was there's like a little kid right by right by your butt when you let one rip when you get off the elevator. Was that you that told me that story? I think that was Kermit, actually, oh, who told wow. you that story, because I think I was with Kermit. <laughs> just, the poor kid is just gagging. When that happened. <laughs> yeah. Not okay. He's walking out of the elevator. <laughs> and I just turned around. Oh, geez. By the way, I've spoken to Kermit about the blast off, and he is fine. You know, moving a few chairs down. So he's fine. Everything's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thought I'd pass that along. Mm. All right. <laughs> well, so you, you talked to him about it. You're very busy. <laughs> I'm watching the game. That's right. I got a lot going on. <laughs> and I'm a little, I'm having temper tantrums today, so I thought I would just address it right here. And I'm upset that they didn't have the devil's version. I had to listen to Sam Rosen through this whole thing. That wasn't right. But the NHL so I'm network now at 1030. No, no, no. It's on MSG. Oh. So I'm hoping at 1030 the devil's version uh, is, is on there. Well, I mean, of course MSG is going to have the Rangers version. What do you expect? No, but they're on MSG too. I mean, the, Yanke- the Islanders and the Devils and the Rangers are all on MSG network. Right. All of them are. And so are the Knicks, and the Nets are on, yes. Okay. So. I thought because the Devil's home stadium was not the Garden that it would not be on the MSG Network. It has nothing to do with MSG Network. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's the big sports fan you are. <laughs> it's unnecessary is what this is. I mean, before 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 you said the Indy 500's a NASCAR race, which it isn't, but that's okay. The Indy 500 is not a NASCAR race? No, the Indy 500 is an open wheel. It's got nothing to do with NASCAR. The Brickyard 500 is a NASCAR. All right, well, maybe that's what that's I'm thinking there. of. Okay. Yeah, this is worse than talking about the Met Gala. Who gives a crap? <laughs> no, I'm surprised Chernoff didn't jump on you for that. Well, he's been, uh, he texted stuff, you know, but. Oh, okay. I just once I'd like to talk about something I want to talk about here. I'm going to talk about sports <laughs> and Met Gala. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I guess we did. I guess we talked about. You know, making gas noises in the uh, elevator. So I guess we talked yeah, about that one. Yeah. Well, there you go. Full service morning show. We're good, man. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Everybody's, Everybody's happy. happy. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Don't worry about it. Not happy, but that's all right. Uh, well, that's all right. You'll get over it. Good morning, America. Welcome to Tuesday on the last untamed radio station in North America. Ain't no corporate interference here. Welcome to May the 2nd, 2023. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Crew's ready. It's 1071, The Boss. And 99.7 FM in South Jersey on your Boss app, on your Alexa, 1071theboss.com. A lot of different ways to listen. I'll tell you, I'm operating in a bit of an impairment this morning. My mouth feels all cotton ball I'll tell you why. We got a brand new toothpaste in the house. Oh. Rochelle tells me this is uh, whitening toothpaste, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be even better for your mouth. But I brushed my teeth probably an hour or so ago, just before we walked out the door. 
Maybe even longer than that. It's probably a little over an hour now. And I still got that minty, fresh feeling in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's making me feel all dry. I don't know how I feel about this toothpaste. Here's your problem. Mm. You yeah. love the toothpaste from the bottom shelf. You want like the 69 cent. Absolutely. Barely works. No flavor. Barely works. I just want the plain white Colgate. You know, yeah. I want the old fashioned well, regular toothpaste. I don't need all these they flavors. They still make that? Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. They do? Yeah. It's on the bottom of the shelf. Nobody wants okay. it. I bought this toothpaste from the top <laughs> of the shelf. Well. And this was the... This is the Mac Daddy of the toothpaste. It's I don't. Supposed it's, to be. it's attacking my cheeks and my tongue. It's and, got baking soda in it. Well, that's, that's what I don't like. That right. that's what it is. It's, yeah. it's a whitening agent, so it's supposed to be. It's good for your mouth. It's good for you. Matter of fact, right before we went to sleep last <laughs> night, I said to Rochelle, "I go, what, did you have a York peppermint patty or something?" I said, "You smell like a breath mint." And she goes, "Oh, I'm wearing a new eucalyptus lotion to sleep. <laughs> so I got nothing but mint. I smell mint when I'm sleeping. I got it in my mouth this morning." <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I'm all for being clean, but this is ridiculous. I love right. that your first thought when you smell mint by me is, did you eat a York peppermint <laughs> patty, though? <laughs> well, did you have a breath That's actually really funny. Did you wash your, you know, did you wash your face? Is Did you brush your teeth? It's, did you have a York peppermint well, patty? Well, you're a chocoholic. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. So I'm going to be guzzling water trying to get this mint You'll taste on it. It's horrible. Just give me the cheap travel toothpaste, you know? <laughs> I want, like, prison ration toothpaste, okay? That's seriously what you like. It's yeah. awful. All right, watch this. I'm going to do my best John Sterling. The Devils win! The Devils win! Joe, how, how about, about that, that game huh? last night, baby? How about that? Oh, man, it was great. And you know what I love the most about it? And I know this is going to be sound really mean, and I don't mean it to me. But, yeah, I do. I do mean it to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> there, was, there was somehow a woman who had a Ranger jersey got a ticket literally right behind the devil's bench. And in the beginning of the game, she had war, uh, 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 gla- black rim glasses, and she had on a number 31 Rangers jersey. Yep. And she's sitting right behind the devil's bench. She was all over him, yelling, screaming at him, blah, 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 blah. blah. Well, you lost. What do you think of that? <laughs> Boom. Yeah, you I, lost. Sure. Go home. That's right. Get out of my building. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Where Love they, that. They're going to Raleigh now, right? Now they go to Raleigh. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. And I love it too because you know the big the uh, the two big East Coast teams now at least cities except for Miami they're out and uh, you know the league Gary Bettman who's the commissioner I can't stand <laughs> he's probably sitting in his little office there on Park Avenue going, oh my God we're gonna have terrible ratings <laughs> he's kind of like the, devil, the uh, if he, the Devils don't get there I really hope it's like Edmonton and uh, <laughs> and 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 Charlotte you know he's like the Jan Wenner of the NHL oh <laughs> it's, I can't total. Dan weasel him. in his high tower, you know? Yeah, he is. He is a weasel. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, you know oh he's playing gosh. tonight the Seattle Kraken, and I don't know anything about him. I just like saying new. that. They're kind of new. They're um, yeah, only less than five years old. They're a great that name for a, for a franchise, the Kraken. And the Vegas team, that's a fairly new team, too. Yeah. Um, and then Edmonton, and who else is I don't even know who else the other the fourth team in the, the West uh, is. The Maple Leafs, Maple right? Leafs, yeah. yeah. Oh, Toronto, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's Toronto yeah. playing Seattle tonight. I looked at it a few minutes ago. Uh, How great would it be even this would even be this would even be better All for Canadian Batman, teams? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Have, have Toronto, have Toronto play Edmonton in the fi- Western Conference Finals. That would be just great. Uh, yeah. TV ratings. Don't exist in the United States. That'd be just wonderful. <laughs> the Canadian NHL Jerk. playoffs. <laughs> wow, yeah. you, you have real strong feelings about this. I didn't realize how much you hated yeah. this guy. Wow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. in '95 they win the cup, and then uh, there was a um, they almost moved to uh, Nashville. Yeah, right at. Can you imagine a, a, a team that has a, a champion? Right. Let's just say, and again, I know it'd never be the Yankees, but let's say the Yankees won the World Series, right? And they say, okay, New York City, we're going to Cleveland. You know, you can't. It, it, it just <laughs> before we he was uh, all for it. I can't stand whenever he comes to the uh, to the building for whatever reason. He gets booed out of the place. Oh, it's, it's really funny. Before we move on from this topic, uh, any words yes. for the great Mark Chernoff, who is a disgruntled Ranger fan this morning? No, no, no. He's, well, because remember you called I mean, him a you called him an old fart and a traitor the last time this came up. So I just had to. Oh, well, cur- he's curious still if you had anything to add. I to mean that. that that hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, what I'm saying is, is that my guys were younger and and they were uh, faster and they were better and you know for nothing. Rookie, 22 year old goaltender, shut you out again. Yeah. Second yeah, time, he shut you out. That as you pointed 22. out, if, if the Rangers didn't have a better goalie, it might have been even more of a blowout. Mm-hmm. Oh, it could have been. Yeah. It really, honestly, could have been a lot more than that. Yeah. yeah. 
Could have been a lot more than that, but it wasn't, and doesn't matter. Well, I'll tell you what, the Canadians need something to look forward to because Gordon Lightfoot passed away. Oh, so. oh I know. They're, that actually were, disturbed me a lot this morning when I heard that. That's, that's, that's sad. It's the carefree highway to the mausoleum for Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's still room temperature, but that's about it. So oh, hopefully it's on. Edmonton versus Toronto, and the Canadians have got something to look forward to, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the sundown on his life. That's he, right. he now is being buried with the wreck of the Edmund wreck of the Fitzgerald. Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, right. there you go. See well, what you did there. There's a couple of nerds that really just enjoyed this, so I'll cut it out now. Okay. Right here, right now, time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. And let me tell you, it's jam-packed not only with local businesses, organizations, groups that are looking to do some good, put on fun events, raise some money for their cause, but we got a whole bunch of fun for the uh, Boss Roadies, so let's get right into this. Now, if you have something you want us to mention, we can either get it up at 1071theboss.com, station events, community events, or uh, we do it right here every morning about 620-835. Send them in. Text us 732-774-4444. Just send along a link. You can do it on Facebook or right there at the website. Now, Boss Roadies, on the move. Tomorrow, it's the Career Today NJ at Jumping Brook Country Club. That's in Tinton Falls. We brought together a whole group of uh, employers so if you're looking for a job, you're looking to hire, looking mm-hmm. to just uh, pass your business card around, make sure you get there. It starts at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, and the Boss Roadies will be on site, too. We'll have a little table so you can yeah. spin to win and Come you know, say hi. Yeah, get yourself a coffee mug and hand us your business card. You know? <laughs> and uh, Dusen is going to be out with the Roadies for a big Cinco de Mayo. It's live at Escondido and Freehold. And a big party. Mm-hmm. Starting at 3 o'clock, of course, he's live on the radio. Plus, there'll be a mariachi band in the house with drinking food specials and a whole lot more. So don't miss that big party. On Friday. Now, Saturday, May the 20th, Boss Ruddy's going to be at Jersey Shore Power Sports for the season opener. That's in Middletown. Starts at noon. And the following morning at 8 over at Bar A for another Springsteen on Sunday live broadcast here on the radio. And, of course, the booze will be flowing that morning, too, once the bar opens at 10. That's always fun. Get those Bloody Marys going. And just a couple of weeks away from the official start to summer, it's Friday, May the 26th, 6 a.m. It's Joe's annual first day of summer, the Boss Summer Blast Off, presented by Autoland Route 22, Springfield, New Jersey. Autoland. Autoland. (laughs) 1-800-AUTOLAND. And the headliners... John Ford Coley. Maybe he'll do a Gordon Lightfoot song. I know the two of them worked oh, together back in the day. Nice. Constantine Morales. We get Cole Holman from American Idol and a whole lot more. We have that the Getting to the Jersey Shore song live. Mike mm-hmm. Rocket will be in the house. It's going to be a big party all day long. It starts at 6 at the Crab's Claw right on the water. Ian Lavalette. More on that one at 71theboss.com. Associated Humane Society's second annual Lions, Tigers, and Fears Festival. It goes on Saturday, June 10th, 4 to 8 at Popcorn Park Animal Refuge in Forked River. Enjoy tasting of over 30 local beers, wines, craft cocktails. Okay. Yeah, Live that music good. and games would be a 50-50 raffle. And you can check out the, the animals on site, I guess. Aww, hey, lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. AHSCares.org for the details. Riley's Touch a Truck is happening this Sunday from 10 to 3, South Amboy Middle uh, and High School. You see uh, in touch the fire trucks, the police cars, the construction machines. That's kind of fun. I'd like that to do is that. fun. I'll push the kids out of the way doing it myself. <laughs> <laughs> the kids love the Grayson loves those, though. You could sit in the cars. Sure. They'll put you in the police car. They'll turn the sirens on. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, the police car is fun, but it'd be kind of fun to get on that backhoe, you know? <laughs> I'll wait in line. I won't push anybody out of the way, I promise. Robbie's on the excavator. It's fine. It's <laughs> There'll fine. be a beer garden, petting zoo, live music. Riley's Touch Truck on Facebook to search him for info. And the Friendship Circle of Central Jersey Walk for Friends 2023 is going on Sunday, noon to 3 at the Marlboro Recreation Center. Enjoy a day of community spirit. Celebrate friendships and inclusion in community. Oh, my. Register and donate. Today, it's walkforfriends.com. You still want to put a team together to walk? You can still do that right at the website. And there you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood. CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. The CBB 1071 The Boss is brought to you by Monmouth Park. Monmouth Park's opening day, Saturday, May the 13th, plus Ben Mother's Day at the track, Sunday, May 14th, Monmouth Park. I was mentioning yesterday that I've been in the store, been in the craft store, the Michael store, <laughs> and in TJ Maxx, those kind of places, they got all the 4th of July stuff already. Yeah. I thought maybe dads and grads, and then someone sure. texted yesterday and said, no, no, you saw the patriotic stuff, it's for Memorial Day? No, I'm telling you, it's Uncle Sam, happy 4th of July already. Yeah. I mean, this is two months in advance. But. My guess is they probably were just doing all of that holiday altogether. So Memorial Day, right. 4th of July, they're, they've got to put it out for Memorial Day, so just get it all out. Oftentimes we get uh, holiday items here. Stories trending about restaurants, food, beverage of all varieties. Time once again for the food fall, excellent food fall, Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> hip hip hooray! Fireworks in the sky. Too soon. Time for the uh, food file. 
Story trending about food. Yes. Well, first, uh, there was plant-based meat. You've mm-hmm. heard of that. How about printer-based? I got to tell you, I do not understand this uh, the concept of these 3D printers. Because you can do everything on the 3D printer from making like a, a prosthetic leg to yeah. a, a gun. I mean, it's yeah. crazy what these 3D printers can do. I don't know. I mean, does it print out like a printer printer in the office? No, it's it's like an actual, if you see it, it's it's a 3D object. So if you it was printing like your glasses, you would input it into the computer and then there's this little box and it actually, your glasses would then come in this box. It's what it looks like. It's, it's made inside this machine. Yeah, though. so they have to put whatever material you're you're making out of it, right. it to be made. But yeah, it just builds it from a printer. It's this really incredible. Houdini stuff. To me. I can't. <laughs> yeah. The same with the AI. Like, I just can't get my head around it. Anyway, there's a company in Israel, believe it or not, that's created the first ever 3D bioprinted fish fillet. Oh. That means they're printing food. So I guess you're putting in the ingredients and the food comes out. That's you, a little baffling. You type in a recipe and it knows how to mix it together and then send the food out. That's a little baffling to me. I'm not sure how that one's done, but it's interesting. It says instead of printing, it's cooking it's inside. Cooking it. The CEO of the company says in the first tasting, we showcased a cultivated product that flakes, tastes, and melts in your mouth like excellent fish should. I'll tell you one thing, no matter how good this fish is, you don't want to have this printer there because it's going to smell like fish. <laughs> don't be that person who stinks up the office. You stink it up the whole office. Oh boy, Bob brought in fish for lunch again. Jesus. <laughs> Jet Puffed has a new limited edition marshmallow that changes colors when it's hit with heat like at a campfire. Oh, that's fine. Pink ones turn orange, blue marshmallows turn green. Mm. What color does a white one turn? Is it brown? I mean, I guess it's brown. <laughs> yeah, they just leave color, that one alone? That's what color it turns now when you just leave it in the fire too long. Sure. In other marshmallow news, Lucky Charms bringing back their limited edition Just Magical Marshmallows in resealable bags for summer. They'll come in eight collectible resellable bags, (laughs) each with their own design. I'll tell you what, you're going to be surprised to know this. Those Lucky Charm marshmallows are freaking delicious. They are so good. I'm a fan of those. A few years ago, we got Grayson one of the Just Marshmallow bags for his birthday. He ate that whole thing in one sitting, just sat there and ate the whole bag. It's so good. Almost entirely of sugar. That's true. (laughs) Of all the things in the world that claim to be magically delicious, I would say that those really are. Yes. Patron is releasing a new tequila. Okay. It's in time for Cinco de Mayo this week. Patron El Cilio mm. is the first ever four-time distilled tequila. Interesting. Apparently, this is controversial. The distiller says that fourth distillation or distillation of a tequila, basically vodka. Oh, if you distill it that much, right. it becomes vodka? Also takes two more days in the, the other brands of Patron to distill because yeah. of the uh, long process. You know what? Potato, potato, whatever. I'll Give me a margarita. I'll tell you what, it's more fermented, too. Yeah. I imagine if it's in there for two <laughs> extra days, it's going to kick your butt more. Put some lime in it. It's fine, no matter what. This is when you, you end up naked and lost after Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Saturday morning, May 6th. My boobies are out, and I don't know where I am. <laughs> Thanks, the, Patron. The tequila and the little bag of marshmallows is all you need. Yeah, I'll be oh naked God. on the side of the road with that. You're good to go. It's a good time. Speaking of the booze, new limited edition Jack Daniels coming to commemorate its partnership with McLaren Racing. The bottle, which is uh, produced at the distillery's classic mm-hmm. old number no. seven whiskey, features a custom label and packaging with both uh, Jack Daniels and Bruce McLaren on there. Mm. Is that a NASCAR guy? I think it's a NASCAR I guy. I think so. That seems wrong to me. You're Why? promoting drinking and driving. That's oh, literally that's, what you're promoting. That's there. a good point, but I think. <laughs> The NASCAR cars are sponsored by all kinds of different I, brands. I know that they're sponsored, but it just seems wrong. Yeah. For some reason, it just seems wrong. I'll tell you what, me. you know how they give them a glass of milk if you win the NASCAR yeah. race, the Indy 500, mm-hmm. I think it is? You mix a little jack in there. A little jack and milk. <laughs> really? That's, that coats the throat nice. Cool. I don't know how I feel about that mixture. Hey, what do you care? You've been breathing in exhaust fumes for three hours? What do you... <laughs> What's the problem? Basket Robbins introducing a new strawberry dragon fruit ice cream as the mm. flavor of the month for this month of May. Strawberry dragon fruit features a juicy strawberry dragon fruit ice cream with strawberry dragon fruit swirls. Mm, tasty. They're going on through the uh, end of the month. 31 different flavors. You get 31% off. Oh, really? Yeah. Every time we drive past that Baskin Robbins, we have one that's kind of on our way home. Mm. Doesn't matter what time of day. Doesn't matter if it's cold out, if it's hot out. There's a line wrapped around the place. I didn't know people got ice cream I so think much. you're confusing that with Dairy Queen. That's the Dairy Queen. Oh, is that Dairy Queen? <laughs> Baskin okay. Robbins is the one next to Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, sorry, Baskin Robbins. Yeah, yeah you're right. It was Dairy Queen. <laughs> They do not have the 31%. Well, I know who's not going to be advertising with Robbie and Michelle anytime soon. And that'll be Basket Robbins. They're going to take their 31 flavors and tell us to screw ourselves. All right, I can't end on that note. How about another, uh, well, this is cereal, but also chocolate. How about that? Kit Kat. Kit Kat cereal, now a thing. General Mills has teamed up with Kit Kat to roll out to stores nationwide next month. Now, you might think that it's a cereal with a broken up Kit Kat bits. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have thought they do. No, apparently it's uh, flakes that are supposed to taste uh, like a Kit Kat. I don't know how I feel about that. No, that doesn't sound too good at all. 
You're one of those monsters who will eat the Kit Kat bar whole, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You're, that's a, you don't do that. You have to break them off. It's, you don't it's, have to. It's in their song. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> and you're a monster who just bites into it. I it's can't. It's in their song. <laughs> well, now we know that neither Kit Kat or Baskin Robbins <laughs> will be advertising with Robbie and Michelle. Who are we left with now? I guess it's just flow the progressive lady. Yeah. Food file. Excellent food file. Don't forget the Ozempic afterwards to watch it all day. And they're all, always right. a sponsor here. Honestly. She has, she has. <laughs> we still has a point, though, that is in the song. Break me off a piece yeah. of that Kit Kat bar. Yeah. Well, this he, is a, this is a big... He uh, eat it. Right. This is a big Rochelle thing. She's very particular about how certain foods are consumed. Oreos would be another. You have a very particular way in which you, you eat things. I guess, but like you... You have a, you just don't. Like, you'll eat a taco from the middle sure. or from the bottom. Like, what are you doing? Who cares? You're eating it, you're eating it. It's what? not how you eat it. Wait, 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 hold on. You eat it from the bottom? It depends. Uh, however the spirit moves me, I'm just eating the dirt. Just throw it in his mouth. I mean, it's not. <laughs> All that stuff. There's a certain way to eat. Would you eat pizza from the crust? Maybe. I don't know. If it was a cheesy crust, Ooh. I might. Sure. What difference is that? That's it not pizza with the cheesy crust, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's fake, phony national pizza. That's not pizza. It's all going to the same place. What difference yeah, does it make true. how I eat it, okay? But That's like does... saying one uh, side of the glass is better than the other if you're having a little scotch. What's the difference? Does it matter? It does taste a little, like a, a taco in particular, if you eat it the way you're supposed to, you get all the flavors yeah. together. That's why you, with a Kit Kat yeah. bar, it's kind of similar. If you're eating like more of the wafer from two of the sides, you're not getting the right flavor that you're supposed to have from it. Maybe I'm getting double the flavor because I'm taking a bigger chump. What's wrong with that? I'm not going to argue with you about this. You're no. supposed to break it. I mean, listen, I you're understand what you're saying, it. but who cares? It just doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I don't actually care, but it's like there is a proper way to do it. I was going to say, we got the uh, the last time we started seeing the Ozempic song is in one of the promos, and I'm telling you, if you're not paying attention, it sounds like a commercial. we got to figure out a way to get some scratch out of those people. Yeah, they're, no doubt. They're getting no. a lot of free plugs from us, you know? Yeah, they don't, you know, they don't, they don't care. They've got, <laughs> right. I'm amazed they even advertise. I mean, you can't get the stuff. It's uh, everybody's using yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's true. I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people are. But, um, but you know, I mean, seriously, I mean, it's... For people who need it, a lot of times it's hard to get it because yeah. of all these people who are trying to lose right. weight and doctors prescribe it and, you know. And all the celebrities will just pay the $1,200 a month to. Yeah, they don't care about how much it costs. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. I wonder if some of you them You know what the other uh, weird thing about it, too, is? I'm sorry, Robbie. You know the, yeah. Robbie, the crazy thing about it is? Is that cost-wise, if you buy one of them, just one of them, it's $200 with the insurance. If mm. you buy three of them, it's a total of $70. Now, how does that happen? Hmm. Well, because it's all a scam. You know, they just mark up the prices as they please. You know, it's like it's how crazy. I eat a Kit Kat bar. It's just anything goes. Crazy. No, I'm fascinated to see how Rochelle eats an Oreo. Well, you uh, you tear them apart, then you lick one side, and then you dunk them, right? You don't ever just bite into the Oreo. Uh, no, I mean, I, I will just bite into the Oreo, but I do like... I I've do never like seen a, you do that. You always uh What have you ever them. seen me eat an... I can't even remember the last time I ate an Oreo. You like, literally honestly. ate an, an Oreo on Sunday night. It was that a chocolate was a chocolate-covered chocolate covered Oreo, right. and I just ate it because it was chocolate-covered. I thought you split them, but... <laughs> I mean, they're good like that. Actually, the way I prefer to do it is to stick a fork in the middle of it. To hold the Oreo on the fork, and then you dunk it all the way into the milk, Ooh. and you submerge the whole thing, and then you eat it off the fork, and you don't get your fingers dirty. That's not a bad idea. Not That's a bad not idea. a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Marianne's daughter, when we first got together, and all these kids were around the house all the time, it drove, you know, there were a lot of things that drove me crazy, but this is the one that drove <laughs> me the craziest with the Oreos. She used to do this to her brothers all the time when she was little, and she kept doing it. She would eat all the cream out of the middle. And then stick the and cookie back, back together and put it back in the bag. <laughs> well, that's gross. I don't care for that at all. That's so funny. then, so then, but what would happen was Marianne would make their lunch, the boys' lunch, and she wouldn't even look at them. You know, she's making five lunches. She's throwing them all together, and she puts the Oreos in a little bag. And the kids at lunchtime would get it'd be nothing left in the middle. Just like, oh, <laughs> and someone already had their tongue all over it. Gross. Oh, I know. It's really, it is really gross. That's but it's funny. It's very funny, though. <laughs> that's a life lesson right there. Sometimes you open the Oreo and there's just no cream inside. Mm -hmm. that's, that's right. That's a metaphor for life. That's right. <laughs> that's that's why I, I'm, I get so happy when they come over and spend, like, the weekend because Marianne goes and buys Oreos. That's the only time there are Oreos in the house. Yeah. Are you allowed and to eat I've them? Gotta, 
Oh, I love or double stuff Oreos yeah, are my absolute so weakness. That's I'm sure right. you do, but are you allowed to eat them is my question. Oh, uh, no, but... but <laughs> so you got to sneak them. I see. Well, yeah, well, no, Aaron and I have a deal going. That's one of her sons, and that, that, that he'll, if, he'll cover for me. Mm. So, like, if I have two or three of them, and then she goes and looks and sees if... Sees if no, I hope she's not listening. I'm serious. Because we'll both be in trouble. But she'll see three or four of them missing and say, Joe, did you eat these? No, it must have been Aaron. I didn't even know we had them. And Aaron will go, yeah, I had some. <laughs> well, you got to try the cook the uh, fork method then, because you won't get the Oreo cookie yeah. residue on your fingers. Oh, uh, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just eating a Kit Kat bar whole. Ugh, uh, monster. Uh, that's horrible. Monster. That's horrible. See the uh, pictures last night from that Met Gala? We tried to watch, matter of fact, a little bit of that coverage, of uh, the red carpet coverage. Yeah. It's just goofy. I mean, I appreciate a nice-looking suit or a pretty dress or, mm-hmm. you know, I like the uh, glitz and glamour show business yeah, as much yeah, as anybody. Yeah. It's kind of fun to watch. But I, they, they just, it's like performance art. It's like a... Well, it kind of is. I mean, you got to remember it's at... The art museum, so it's supposed to be a reflection of art. I understand, but they've been doing this for years and years. And, you, you know, you'd have Audrey Hepburn show up or somebody like that, and it would be very glamorous and, you know, very put together. Yeah. Princess Grace, these kind of people would go to these events. And now you get uh, that little Nas X character and Kim Kardashian and uh, <laughs> who was the other one? Doja Cat and all these people. Doja with these, Cat, yeah, came as a cat. I mean, they wear these <laughs> jumpsuits and they got these headdresses. I mean, it's almost as uh, the headpieces are as goofy as a Kentucky no, Derby. And some of them are, but there are some that take it really seriously and yeah. look, they just look beautiful when they when they come down so i i like seeing those ones but you're right a lot of them jared leto came in an actual cat suit <laughs> an actual cat suit i mean what is i mean i guess we're talking about him here and that's what he was looking for but yeah yeah but it was very strange but there were some people that just came and they looked really really pretty i mean uh uh, Hugh Jackman came with his wife, who yeah. some sometimes he gets a little flack for his wife because apparently she was a Bond girl and then she gained 10 pounds and everyone's like, I can't believe he stayed with her. No, she looked stunning. Is she still on? Uh, She's he's, gorgeous. Is he still on Broadway? And I guess that's, no, it, it he's ended. doing the music man, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. That ended over the, that ended a few months ago. But I mean, they, they looked beautiful. They looked like Hollywood royalty. Nicole Kidman looked like royalty. They just, they looked really pretty. Now, I happen to see that. And uh, you said you didn't think she did her hair right. It just, the picture that I saw initially, her hair looked a little disheveled. But then when I saw it in the back, it did, it was pinned up a little bit. I, yeah. That's like the new style for women on the red carpet is just like this, like semi sort of curl i don't know i think if you're going to something like that you should do it up you got to put your hair up you got to have the curls you got to do all the glitz and glamour if you're gonna do it don't come like a cat or in a (laughs) naked bodysuit with a thong i don't and nicole uh, kidman's husband uh, keith urban the country singer was just wearing a tuxedo he looked like he was getting married again yeah and it's funny i said that to you traditional uh, yeah paparazzi are in they're just yelling like turn this way pose with her and if i'm a a billionaire like him i'm i'm ignoring them what what do I care what they tell me to do? You yeah. Know? I mean, it's kind of a strange they're thing. They're the ones who are obviously taking the pictures and showing them off. So you want to understand that. But it's not like they're professional photographers. Some of them work for goofy gossip websites. You know, <laughs> I don't get Most that. Most of them work for goofy gossip websites. But, yeah. you know, you, I, I have no idea what that life is like. I can't imagine. It was kind of fun to watch the the coverage on YouTube because we don't have the E where you see the professional. Right. So you're kind of just seeing people's phone videos and you actually get to hear what they're talking about and yelling at on the red car- carpet and it seems pretty stressful i know yeah. it, it looks like it's just it's not stressful they're all rich people who... no and i understand that, that and stressful. i and i don't feel bad for any of them i'm just saying they're everyone's screaming at you and i'm sure you're if you're in any of these dresses or suits you're sweating or in spanks you have I was gonna say there's a whole bunch like, of spanks going on for sure right right so it's probably a little a little bit uncomfortable to have everybody doing that our but. friend uh, ralphie who does the uh, totally 80s show works for usa today so mm-hmm. he often gets asked to do these things to, yes you know get a little clip of video for the usa today.com and all that we, yeah we got another kid there brew used to work for me mm-hmm. and he managed to get himself a gig in uh, los angeles he's another one they put on the red carpet for these things yeah he works for tiktok i think right he does and yeah. i said to you i'm like i could never i could never do it because i can't take it seriously because these people are just so <laughs> i mean they're literally drama queens you know they are and i i think it would actually be really funny to have somebody on the red carpet who's asking them those kinds of not who are you wearing and what are you you know like 
Why are you dressed like a moron? Right. How many pairs of Spanx are you wearing right now? Like, what's the last? <laughs> and you know what? They they throw me out. They wouldn't want me there I know, because they they want you to buy into all this uh, BS. You know? I do think that there is an audience for that because I think people want. I you look at them and you know they're hungry. You can. Oh. I mean, you could just tell they're hungry, and you can tell they're in pain, and it's it's been a day. And I oh, mean, tired. they're hungry, hungry. I thought you meant hungry for attention. Well, that too. They're hungry, hungry. <laughs> yes, that too. It's a big week. Look at this. You get the uh, coronation happening on Saturday. Yes. King Charles himself. Mm-hmm. He's already king, technically, right? Yeah, but they're making it official. This is the celebration of his I taking gotcha. over the throne. Same day as the Kentucky Derby. So you got goofy outfits at mm-hmm. both those events. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned the uh, NHL playoffs are going on. PGA Championship starts. The French mm. Open is coming up. The Indy 500 is this month. The oh. MTV Movie Awards are this week. That's a crazy week. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Lots of oh. stuff going on. It'll be a busy week. A lot of movie premieres going on, too. You get Guardians of the Galaxy is out, The oh, Little Mermaid. Yeah. I yes. imagine The Little Mermaid will be a big to-do at uh, Disneyland or something like that. This oh, is the, I'm sure. The live-action uh, mermaid. So uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh, who's in that movie, she plays Ursula. Mm-hmm. He's also the cover of the Beautiful magazine. The, she is. The People I love magazine, that. People magazine, Beautiful issue. So yes. So you get some fashion uh, for that deal, too. All right, here we go. Let's check out hashtag mom. By the way, uh, what did you think? I know you as a mom and uh, Lola, who's mm-hmm. 12 and a half now. Yes. You might be a little a little beyond the Little Mermaid demographic, mm-hmm. but you two have been talking about the uh, the new songs yes. and stuff. We shared the song. I shared the song with her and said, thoughts? What do you and think? And she had a lot of thoughts about the song. You like it. She didn't I like it. I thought it was cute. It's different. It's not the original well, song, and right. I realize that. But I think the girl who is playing the new Little Mermaid can sing. Yeah. It's a good song. Lola hated it. Oh, she, she hates said, it. That's interesting. Hated it. Interesting. She said, I, I still want to see the movie, but she ruined the song. It's it's not the same. She should have left it the same. Wow. Not, not a you fan. You would have thought it would be flipped the other way I, around. I, I honestly would have, but she did not a fan. <laughs> I was I was very surprised. So we've, right. we've made a pact that we're going to go see it together. So it's, it's a date. We're going to go. I don't know. I'm kind of worried. I, I'm excited to see it. I think she's kind of. Not I mentioned it. yesterday at this, the uh, Dead Guy in the Envelope, there's a new Peter Pan movie out. Yes. It's, it's awful. I thought it totally sucked. I mean, just, uh, I don't know. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, Jude Law was pretty good as the villain. Yeah, he's he's always creepy as a villain. I didn't, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Savannah Haley said, I can't find the Nutella, so I asked my son if he had seen it. He said he brought it to school. It's in his locker. It's for emergencies. The Nutella is? Oh, boy. That's gonna, he's going to have ants crawling in his locker. Well, it's in a container, I hopefully. Don't <laughs> I don't think there's a reason you're not supposed to have food in the locker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, hopefully he leaves a lid on it. <laughs> At Ragu, Rachel 79 said, My eight-year-old insisted that she slept in a coffin at her sleepover. <laughs> After hours of freaking out, we finally figured out that she slept in a cot. Not a coffin, a cot. <laughs> Who are these neighbors? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> You rang. <laughs> you slept in a what? <laughs> Amber Sparks said, whenever my friend's toddlers are like, uh, whenever my friends with toddlers are like, my child will remember this special trip, this special moment, this special person. I'm thinking in my head, your child will remember nothing until they're about age six unless they puked on someone at daycare. <laughs> what, the kids remember puking? That's the thing? Uh, yeah, they remember the moments you don't want them to remember. I think that's. The I, point. I gotta say this: you should not be writing with like. You know, anybody that's actually writing out they and do. like. I mean, mm-hmm. What are you doing? Go on Twitter; it's all over. Ugh. Just reading it verbatim. I don't know that I care about that. <laughs> what was the one before that again? Her daughter slept in a coffin. Oh yeah, not that's a right. cot. I was gonna say my neighbor. I got some blood sucking vampire neighbors myself, <laughs> so I do understand that. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Every morning, 7.20 and 9.20, we search them and then we share them right here. You know, there's another thing that's going on this week. I don't mean to be uh, meandering, but I'm just thinking of another big uh, gala event. You get the uh, finale of American Idol. And I was just... It's uh, a finale already? No, it's they're coming, the, it's coming the up. Top well, top 10. So by the end of the month, you get the finale. Oh. I'm just saying these are all things happening in the next week or two here. A mm. couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was scrolling and there was, uh, Michelle was posting about how she thinks one of the kids on there, the cowboy kid, looks that. like Brad Pitt. And all the comments like, he looks nothing like Brad Pitt. I, the one photo she <laughs> did But they're saying post, he could be the big winner. Yeah, yeah, the one photo she posted did, in that angle, it did look like Brad yeah, Pitt. But... He's I've a, seen him. He doesn't look like Brad Pitt. He's a cudgeling goon, yeah. so yeah. I didn't think so at all. <laughs> anyway, big month up ahead. Sometimes we check the listener email bag, and sometimes I get emails from uh, our other DJs. This one was from Kane. He feels a little <laughs> bad that, well, we said on the air that we felt he was 
shaming us by asking whether or not we were having another baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, uh, I feel bad about that. But seriously, though, I thought you guys might have some fun with this. Uh, he sent me a USA Today story about the top baby names expected for 2023. <laughs> Once all the babies are born, uh-huh. they expect these to be the top he's baby really names. He's really pushing here, huh? Well, I think he's just, <laughs> I think he's just busting, sure. busting bowls. Okay. Number one, Liam, Joe's uh, grandson's yeah. name. And mm-hmm. of course, uh, Joe has another uh, grandson on the way, or granddaughter on the way. We don't know yet. Yep. Noah. Oliver, James, Elijah. Those are the top five. I like all of those. Henry, William, Lucas, Benjamin, Theodore, the bottom. Okay. These sound like the names of presidents from the 1800s. (laughs) Theodore, Lucas, William, Henry. Well, that's why they're on the bottom. For girls, it's Olivia, Uh followed by Emma, Amelia, Charlotte, Ava. And then the bottom uh, five are Sophia, Mia, Isabella, Evelyn, and Luna. Evelyn is a throwback name. I haven't heard that one in a while. And I'm surprised to hear that Isabel is at the bottom because for several years, that was like the number one name, Isabel and Isabella. This is just the uh, the experts predictions once mm. all is said and done and looking at the trends for the first almost halfway through the year already so it's weird how this happens because like grayson has three graysons in his class right. lola which i thought was a weird name has two lolas in her in her class and yeah. i just it's weird how those trends happen every single year evelyn sounds like someone joe would have dated like in the 70s <laughs> i like that hey, name joe, how are you? you want a thrill <laughs> come on over She's a lady at the front desk at the motel, the wood paneling, smoking a, a Pall Mall. And went, oh, hey, give Evelyn a little love over here. Come you. on. Poor baby Evelyn. All right. Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. If, like Kane, you'd like to send us a message, you can text us. 732-774-4444. If you want to get your birthday and the birthday file, which we're about to do, you can do that there. Yes. You can do it on the socials or at 1071thebost.com and get our podcast wherever you get yours or right there on the website. Mm-hmm. Number five, there's a woman in China. China. <laughs> she was filmed losing her cool on a receptionist. Uh, it's a robot, though. It's an AI robot hmm. is the receptionist. She gets so upset, she bashes the thing to pieces with a wooden <laughs> plank. <laughs> Man. Wow. Now, keep in mind, she's speaking Chinese. As we... Well, right. But yeah, she f- picks up this piece of wood. I don't know where she, I don't know what that was. Bashes the thing to pieces. And who hasn't felt this way? Yeah. I mean, even over the phone. Oh, where you're, my gosh. Thank you for calling four, press one, you know, four, this, press two. Absolutely. I I've pressed that. one 12 times. Sure. Connect me to someone. I mean, there gets to a point where you go, person, uh-huh. zero. You just start you banging zero. zero on your phone. I understand And then that. it just hangs up on you. Have you ever had that where you've gotten so frustrated that you hit the same button and then you've gone through all these prompts and then it just, it'll go goodbye and then it hangs up. <laughs> like, what? Now that might just be you. I ah! <laughs> the worst. They do do the, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Right. Like, yes, you did. <laughs> I said, Yes. <laughs> Did you say no? No. <laughs> no, I mean, I said yes. Oh, my God. So I totally understand why this lady went a little wild with the piece of wood. Goodbye. Number four, there's a video making the rounds of a Spirit Airlines employee. You know when you're on the runway and they, they get those guys walking around with those little flags and all oh, of that? Oh, yeah, yeah, One of them is using a piece of duct tape on the wing of the plane before the what? flight takes off. Not making this up. No. Someone posted a video of this happening. It's just a big reason why I don't fly with Spirit. I don't care if it is aviation, airplane, tape, or nothing. The fact that you even have to take the plane together, and then you're doing it while people are on the flight like we cannot see you. I don't care if it's airplane tape. Lady, there's no such thing as airplane tape. That's just how crappy Spirit Airlines is. Oh, my gosh. Wow, but she is right. If you're going to do it, at least don't do it in front of the passengers who are about to right. go up in, a, in the air. Good God almighty. I, I don't know that I'd be able to stay on that flight no. if I saw that. I, you got to let me out. Like, I got to go. I can't. This but they don't let happening. you out. That's against the TSA rules, well, the FAA if rules. if you make enough commotion, they'll well, let yeah, you out. Well, yeah, then you're arrested. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Then you'd be sitting in a cell next to the lady who beat the crap out of the AI robot. <laughs> Let's add them to the list. That's uh, Baskin Robbins, Kit Kat, and Spirit Airlines. Definitely not advertising with Robbie and Rochelle. Bonus, bonus story for you. Michael J. Fox was on the CBS Sunday show. I watched Aww. a clip of this on YouTube yesterday. He turned 62 this month. He mm-hmm. says he's probably not going to make it to 80. Aww. He's promoting his new documentary, which is out next week, called Still. He sat down with uh, Jane Pauley. And I got to tell you, he, he doesn't look great. No. So I am a little worried about him. But his spirit is there. He's very optimistic. Yeah. He said, I- the more grateful you are, the more optimistic you can be. That's right. Well, he needs to be optimistic about living until 80 then. He I know, needs to follow his own advice. He's falling down and breaking bones a lot. I you got to feel bad for the I guy. Know. Maybe the most interesting part of that is, uh, you know how he played Alex P. Keaton? Yes. On uh, Family Ties? Mm-hmm. He came up with the P. He just made that up. <laughs> no, and it kind of really? stuck. Yeah. <laughs>
Just like we call him Joseph P. Nolan, and yeah. P is not his middle initial. I don't no. know if people know that. but Did you get it from Alex P. Keaton? No, I don't know where we got that from. <laughs> it's just a thing people have been saying about Joe forever, among many other things. Number three, social media users bad-mouthing celebrities, or at least making fun of celebrities they think look like they would stink if you met her. <laughs> oh, okay. Mickey Rourke is at the top oh, of the list. Oh, yeah. Kesha, you know, the pop yeah, singer. Yeah, so she collects people's teeth. It's That's true. weird. That's true. Lindsay Lohan, Charlie Sheen, uh, uh-huh. Post Malone, a kid with all the tattoos. Yeah, okay. Johnny Depp, Shia LaBeouf, mm-hmm. Megan Fox, and Carla DeLevane, who I can't, I've heard her name, but I can't uh, picture what she looks like. DeLevangie? Oh, is yeah, that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's always got her boobs out every time she's on the Is that DeLevane? Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Cara DeLevane, in your boobies, put them away. <laughs> I'll tell you, celebrities who do stink, Chris Martin from Coldplay. <laughs> After he's done a four-hour performance, probably. Well, use a little speed stick, buddy. <laughs> we all sweat, okay? Have you ever met a celebrity that you uh, you noticed they didn't spell great when you got up close to him? I can't say that I have. No. Well, what about Kid Rock? He must uh, have been Kid a Rock stinky. didn't stink. No, he smelled like cologne. Really? Yeah, he didn't stink at all. I'm trying to think the only celebrity... <laughs> Um, I met Sam Hunt, and he, again, is one of those people who was really pretty until he speaks. He smelled a little like grass. I don't know. (laughs) Grass like grass or grass like pot? No, like grass like grass. This is a country singer, Sam Hunt. But we were also outside, so maybe, but I don't know. He smelled a little like... Actually, speaking of country singers, uh, Willie Nelson was a little stinky. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But not like marijuana. No? No. Just, he was thinking, like I met Snoop Dogg, and everybody assumes he must have smelled like weed. No, he didn't. I wouldn't. I would think he smells good. Like he cologne. smelled like cash, is what he like smelled cash, like. Exactly. Snoop smelled like cash. As he should. Snoop smelled <laughs> like he's the richest person in whatever room he's in. As he usually is. Bonus, bonus, bonus story for you. Molly Ringwald was interviewed. I don't know why, mm. but said that she turned down Julia Roberts' famous role in Pretty Woman. Oh. Said when she was approached at the time, she felt there was something icky about playing a prostitute who then no. ended up. With the John, I'll tell you what's even ickier is not having all that Julia Roberts money. Yeah, because if anybody's richer than Snoop, it might be Julia Roberts. That was probably a bad call on her part, but I think it was better for all of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just just saying. I mean, she's she a little fugly. Let's be honest. I don't, I don't know if I would say that. I just can't really see her in that. It would be weird to see her in Sixteen Candles and then playing a prostitute. Well, it was it a couple of years strange. afterwards. I, no, I don't know. Matter of fact, and I know this is mean, but Molly Ringwald is one of those actors that, like, that, like Jennifer Grey is another one where in the t- at the time I, it would not be on my list. But yeah. you see them now, you're like, oh, they look a lot better. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but back then, I don't know. She's a little fugly. Eh, if you ask I me. don't know if I would. And say I like that, redheads but... too, but not a yeah. not a fan. <laughs> oh, that brings us to Today in Smut. I don't think we've ever done that before. Oh, exciting. This a little extra. Today in Smut. I get to use the button twice today. <laughs> the sexual wellness brand Love Honey is looking to pay 10 people 1000 bucks for the year to pleasure themselves and post reviews of how it went using their products. You'll also be sent $250 worth of adult toys every month. What? In other news, Rochelle going on sabbatical. <laughs> Effective immediately. Yeah, what's that site again? What's it called, Love Honey? Let's just move on. And the internet going nuts. There's all kinds of blogs and posts about this. Twitter has got hashtags. There's an iceberg off the coast of Canada, off Nova Scotia, that people think looks like a giant wiener. But it looks like a giant wang. It's got the two and then the long, and uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? No, I know what a wiener looks like. I yeah. got it. The funniest part of this is the photographer is from a nearby town, the peninsula North of what is it, Halifax? I'm trying to. I don't, I don't know, really know. know my Canadian geography. The little town. It's pronounced Dildo, but it's <laughs> today in Smut. Icebug, right ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and number one, a man is suing a psychic for the third time because she claimed to have a PhD and could help him remove the curse that his ex-girlfriend put on him. This is all in his his legal filing. Well, the, he still got the curse, and so now he's suing her for fraud and breach of contract. You know what I love is that he's decided that the psychic is a fraud, but the curse that his ex-girlfriend, totally real. Absolutely real. Legit. (laughs) You don't understand. This woman put a curse on me. Where do you get a PhD to become a psychic? No, not him. The woman. Uh, The the psychic. The psychic has a PhD. Yeah, she has a doctorate in tarot cards. Exactly. Where do you go to get a PhD? Well, listen, this guy finally has come around and realizes he's a fraud, but the the curse that his girlfriend put on him. True. I put a curse on you. true. Ear of newt, eye of cat. (laughs) That, he believes, is totally real. Yeah. Tuesday, world famous celebrity birthday file. Ellie Kemper from The Office. She's 43 today. David Beckham. There's a sexy man. What? 
Frank. He's 48. The future president of the United States, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, 51 <laughs> yes. today. Let's give it up for The Rock. Okay. Christine Baranski, Lou Graham from Farner, 73. Bianca Jagger, 78. Also, they say that uh, Billy Joel's Big Shot was written about him going out with her. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know if that's true or not. Today's uh, National Teacher Appreciation Day. Aww. Brothers and Sisters Day. Okay. <laughs> I know who I'm not texting today. <laughs> and International Harry Potter Day. Oh, that's fun. What's that thing? Ilias Patrono or... <laughs> Spelliamus. Is that what it is? Yeah, something like that. Let me go help out that guy that's got the curse from his girlfriend. <laughs> Straighten him out. Happy Teacher's Day to everybody other than Rochelle's ex. Let's just uh, let's say happy, happy anything oh, to him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> happy uh, Teacher's Day to Marianne, though, for sure. Oh yeah, she's up. She's she's working at it. Yep. I have a uh, sneaking suspicion you've got some sort of a uh, issue going on with your Wi-Fi at your place. Am I right? No. Why? Well, I don't know. It's because you were uh, late before, and that usually means there's some sort of computer crisis going on. Oh no 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 no! I'm watching the Devil Game. Ah. So you didn't stay up late last night to see it, huh? No, I did, but I'm I'm watching it again. Oh, it's just that good. <laughs> just feels that good. It's no no. It's it, it's a lot less stressful when you know the school. You know the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny you say that Rochelle will watch movies, and I'm like, we've seen this movie three times. You're watching it again, or you're watching Grace Anatomy again. She's like, it's calming to me that I know what's happening. I yes. don't have to pay full attention. It's yep. just relaxing. I don't understand that at all, because when I've seen it, I can't sit through it again. You know, And it's even better, because they, they I know when the goals were scored, so I really don't have to pay attention at all until I look up at the clock. Oh, like it's coming up here now. There's... In this uh, replay, and the other two, it's it's the Ranger broadcast, which is great because you're listening to them. Just you know, oh, it's great. I love Sam Rosen; he's great. But I just, it's just really funny. You can hear him just. But um, but it's uh, it's there's seven and a half minutes to go in the third period, and it's two nothing. It ends up four nothing, and there's a goal coming up here in about a minute and right around a minute from now. So I'm glad you're enjoying yourself because I mentioned a moment ago I was watching, uh, we were watching replays of the red carpet from the Met Gala last night. So I'd much, even I would rather be watching a hockey game. Yeah, no, this is fun. This kid <laughs> Schmidt, my gosh, he's good. He, they, uh, he came out and again, came out of nowhere. 20, he says he's 22 years old. He's from Switzerland. He's six foot five. Yeah, I saw this. Unreal. Switzerland, Just, uh, uh yeah, well, uh, Nico Heischer's from uh, the Captain of the Devils. He's from Switzerland as well. So well, maybe that's what I heard there. I knew there was somebody who was from There's Switzerland. Two, yeah, there, yeah, two kids. No, yeah, Nico, the you know the grizzled veteran. He's twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember being twenty three. Good lord, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Jack Hughes, the best player on the team. He's twenty two. Wow, that's amazing. And then his younger brother, who's one of the defensemen, he's eighteen. Mm. Wow, that's crazy. That's how young this team is. Well. It's, They're babies. That's good. Who is? Do you oh, have any idea great. who the? Yeah, uh, just keep going. Yeah. You got any idea who the oldest person playing in the NHL is in these days? Someone thirty-eight. No. Uh, I mean, because probably after that, probably on Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're terrible, aren't they? Okay, come on. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I just well, I always I check thought, the uh, Detroit scores just to give Rochelle a hard time about her old hometown. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Craig well, Anderson you know, of the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah, well, they suck yeah. too. He's Forty-one. Oh, I can't stand Buffalo. Anything in Buffalo, I can't stand. You imagine how chicken? Imagine how beat up you'd be though. Forty-one playing in the NFL. Yeah, that's you got to give the guy credit for that. That's like yeah. one tooth left. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All I want for Christmas, <laughs> my two front teeth. There's a new show uh, on uh, Netflix. Uh, they were watching uh, sports memorabilia, so we'll get into that in a second here. It's kind of funny. Joe brings all this up uh, in the he said, she said business. So, Joe, if you want to stay on for that, you're more than welcome. We'll talk right, a little right, sports I'll, memorabilia I'll, next. Yeah. I'll hit pause here so I can watch the goal. Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> Let's hop to this. It's he said. Wait a minute early. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. Well, why not? Let's get right into it. We were flipping around to Netflix last night. There's a new show out. It was one of the top trending shows uh, yesterday. King of the Collectibles, The Golden Touch. And a matter of fact, they got a big warehouse. It's right here in the Great Garden State. I think mm -hmm. they said it was uh, in Elizabeth City? or Jersey City, yeah. one, right on one of the ports. And uh, the whole warehouse is full of rare collectibles, sports, pop culture, uh, some even historical. They had a copy of the Declaration of Independence. Wow. That, that seems like it would be illegal, doesn't it? But this uh, amazing. the premiere episode, about and the guy, uh, his name is Ken Golden. It's the guy that runs the place. He's got an office in L.A. He's got an office in Jersey. And the idea is that they go around the country and they'll pay in ungodly amounts of money to get these very rare collectibles. And they get, mm. they get celebrity clients, uh, like the rapper Drake was on last mm -hmm. night. And he was looking for, I guess, uh, LeBron uh, donated his jerseys for each of the teams he's played for. And they have... Uh, 
they got a little plaque that's got the, the little clip out of the NBA, you know, the NBA logo the on his jerseys. Ones. Yeah, it's got all three of them, and it's it's a rare, it's like a needle in a haystack kind of deal, and it would be like $10 million if someone could find it. I don't know why, but that's <laughs> they were showing Jackie Robinson's uh, 42 jersey from the 1951 yes. season. I wow. mean, really interesting stuff. Then they had a whole other segment on Beanie Babies, and there's like a Princess Diana Beanie Baby that's worth ten grand from when uh, it was released after she died. I mean, all kinds of interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing. The warehouse is right up here. It would be fun just to walk around and... No, they're, they're not going to let you do that. Are you kidding me? And, and matter of fact, <laughs> we went down a rabbit hole online, and there happens to be a big uh, TV auction going on. And I would imagine a guy like this guy that has this big warehouse would be looking into this. They're giving away, they got stuff from the Batman show, Adam yep. West back in the day. Uh, you name it. Johnny Carson's desk was up there. Rochelle's like, can you imagine how much fun you'd have sitting behind Johnny's desk? It's not desk? just the desk. It's the whole set. It's the desk, the microphone. It's the little round table that was next to it. It's the uh, ashtray. It's yeah. the coffee mug. It's the guest seat. It's the entire set. Wow. The, the, tonight, the original Tonight Show is there. It's amazing. And I think it's the bid right now is like $150. Well, that's just the pre-bid because it doesn't even pre-bid. open until May 31st. But yeah. I can't believe it's not starting at, at you know, 10000 right. 100000 That's Well, what's going to happen is a guy like this guy that they made the documentary about, he's going to swoop in there and it's going to be like fifty grand, you know, and then it'll just go up from there. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that episode of Seinfeld when he's got Merv Griffin set, uh, Kramer, in his, <laughs> in his apartment. You remember that? Yeah. Well, I got to think, and Joe, you find this interesting. What uh, TV, movie prop, or piece of sports memorabilia, we'll throw that in there, would you mm. love to own? You can have oh. anything. Oh, 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 I don't know. One specific thing? I mean, listen, you can't say anything uh, but but good things about Jackie Robinson, but I don't think any individual should have some. That should be in the it Smithsonian be, or the Baseball yeah. Hall of or Fame or something. Baseball Hall of Fame, I mean, that's, yeah. that's not a collectible. That's well, a think, piece of history. He, and he had a couple of them, so I think that's. I think there are some in there, but this oh, happened this, to be yeah. an individual yeah. collector who had it. Yeah, who was, I mean, they probably have a whole wing on Jackie Robinson at the yeah. Baseball Hall of Fame. I yeah. Mean, you know, and rightfully so. I'm just saying it's... it's uh, but, like, the, the guy had, again, a copy of the Declaration of Independence that was signed, and one of the descendants of one of the signers had it. That should, no person should have that. It should be in the National Why? Archives or something, don't you think? I think um, I, I assure you they've got one. <laughs> I get that, but. Or maybe two, maybe three. Yeah. Even. But there were a lot of copies of it. Remember, they, they, um, they made copies of it, and they brought it around all over the country, and people just read it, posted it up on trees. I mean, there's tons of those around. At least mm-hmm. there were. Yeah. I don't know how many of them, because they were just on parchment paper. You know, who knows how how long it, uh, it lasts. They last, mm-hmm. yeah. But, I mean... Um, yeah, I'll tell you I something mean, I'd love to have is, uh, remember the big, long microphone that Bob Barker had back in the day, the big, long, oh, skinny one? Fun. Dick Clark had one like that, an old American bandstand. I'd love to have that kind of, those microphones, I've never seen them. I've been doing this forever. I've never seen one like that. I would love to hmm. have, uh, you know, one of the classic microphones. That'd be kind of neat. Um, maybe an original pair of Mickey Mouse ears from the Mickey Mouse oh, Club. Oh, yeah, the, that'd be fun. That red telephone from Batman. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Joe, what do you think? No, that'd be cool. What the bat phone. Yeah, or the Maltese Falcon, you know, from the Humphrey Bogart movie. You know, that's still, somebody has that. I've heard that, that that's still around somewhere. Huh, really? The Maltese Falcon, yeah. The, again, there were probably more than one. Was, they probably made like two or three of them at the time. But uh, but I know, there is, I've, I've heard that, that there is one around somewhere. The Maltese Falcon. How'd you like yeah. to have the uh, ruby slippers from Wizard of Oz? Yeah, yeah that would be amazing. Around. There's a couple of pairs of those, I guess. I want the yeah. white dress that Marilyn Monroe wore in the seven-year itch. You're not going to get yeah. that, though. That's another well, one. Like I want I said, it. I know, but that's another one that's got to be in a museum, right? There's well, nobody. Well, you're asking what I want. Right. I want it. I, I'll take Bogey's, the pink um, one from uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, too, with all the yeah. diamonds. Yeah, sure. That's a pretty <laughs> Bogey's, tr- Bogey's trench coat from Casablanca. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about the couch from the There's beginning of Friends when they do the the scene in front of the fountain? That'd be cool that. to have that couch. Too good about that. Well, I'd like to have Archie Bunker's uh, chair. That'd be kind of cool. That is in the Smithsonian. Yeah, we saw we, that. that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can see it. Yeah, it's right, right there. All right, TV or movie prop or piece of uh, you know sports memorabilia, sports item that you'd love to have for all your own. What would you pick? 732-774-4444-774-4444. Call us, Texas, Facebook us. That's your he said. She said. And Joe said too. Oh, no, a little secret. Rochelle hates this song. <laughs> hates it. 
I know it's a synthesizer. I like the steel drums at least, though. It kind of makes you feel like vacation a little you, bit. You know? know why I hate it? Why? When I was in broadcasting school, it was one of seven songs we had in our library. Oh, when you practice, pretend was, to be a little yes, baby DJ? Yes, oh. so I was practicing. It was one of seven huh. songs I could practice with, and so I just... I should go practice right now. It's just enough. <laughs> I could use a little practice right now. <laughs> Toto, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM on The Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Big congratulations again to John from Old Bridge. He's a big ticket winner this morning. Aerosmith yesterday announced their farewell tour. That's kind of hard to believe. It's called Peace Out. They'll be playing with the Black Crows, Prudential Center, and Madison Square Garden. He picked his ticket for Newark. No one wants to go into the city, I guess. Both have been, uh, <laughs> yesterday and today, both uh, Newark winners, and I guess I understand that. But mm-hmm. for whatever so you want, tickets go on sale Friday. We'll pair those tomorrow morning at 720. I want to say a uh, big kudos again to Kevin. Kevin Martyr from Bayville. He's working at Titton Falls, though, yesterday. Titton Falls is kind of a lucky zip code for yeah. us. Kevin was a big cash winner. He won 100 bucks out of the free money machine qualified. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we called him and said, guess what, bud? You won $5,000. You won that $5,000 grand prize. Now, some stations, might, that might be it, but not us, baby. We're, we're still cooking here. Mm. So congratulations to Kevin. We'll fire up something brand new for you. Thursday, we'll have the details. And Monday morning, your chance to win not only more cash, but a 107 the boss boombox for summertime. That's fun. You say, what is it? Like a boombox, boombox? Well, I'll fill you in on Thursday morning. Huh. Okay. And we'll start winning on Monday. A lot of chances to win. From Jersey's free money station, this is 1071 The Boss. Imagine there's a new show on Netflix about collectibles. And the big warehouse is based right here in the Great Garden State. Yes. I was thinking, there's TV stuff, movie stuff, sports stuff. What mm-hmm. prop, what item would you just love to own? Text from 9010 said, Indiana Jones whip and hat. That's a great answer. Or the leather jacket, right? Yeah. The leather jacket would be very cool. Kevin said Babe Ruth's Yankee jersey. Mm. So I went I went online when he said this because I remember it selling at auction and there was a mm-hmm. it was a record breaking it sold for five point six million dollars in two thousand nineteen. Well, the show we were watching last night they had the uh, contract that sent them from uh, Boston to New York. Yeah, you know, the Curse of the Bambino and all of mm-hmm. that was ten million dollars. Ten million the last time it sold. Unbelievable. <laughs> and text from one zero nine zero said Mark Wahlberg's member from <laughs> Boogie Nights. Now what are you going to do with that? Put it on your mantle? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a big wiener. How about that? Dirk Diggler. You've still never seen Boogie Nights. I have not. It's kind of a depressing movie. Well, that's it's what you a, tell me every time I no. bring it up. I love Mark Wahlberg, but you're like, it's a depressing it movie. It is a depressing like, isn't movie. Isn't it about like, yeah, like uh, sex? I mean, what's depressing about that? I don't know. It's not. It's really not sexy, though. Oh. Like it's, It makes you feel kind of icky, you know, because oh. it's about you know just how horrible... The world of adult films are, oh, you know. Okay, just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you definitely don't sell it for me, but no. I have heard about Mark Wahlberg's member in the movie. And well, so he it, says it's prosthetic; it's not real because well, right. it's like That's fifteen inches long. By it, saying he wants to own it, <laughs> but not his mantle, like an elf arm sticking out of his pants. Yeah, but like William H Macy offs himself in the movie, and uh, mm. one of the women she's got kids and she can't see him. It's so it's not no, like a sexy kind movie. Of a sad I don't movie. Know. It's got a good soundtrack though. There's lots of good disco <laughs> and that kind of stuff in there. If you're into that, I got another one for you. I'd like the uh, I've seen a couple of these floating around because it was just the uh, anniversary of the first uh, comic of Superman. I'm a big mm-hmm. Superman guy. And the first action comics from 1938 uh, is worth, I think it's $3 million is what just oh, uh, wow. a, a original that's in the packaging that's never been opened or whatever. You know, the paper is perfect. Just mm-hmm. sold $3 million. Unbelievable. Would you like to own Christopher Reeve's uh, Superman suit? No, I don't think I should have that because I'm not going to wear it or display it properly. It should mm-hmm. be, well, there's one in the Smithsonian, right? Yeah. There's one, mm-hmm. uh, I think there's a Superman museum because there's a Metropolis, Kansas or something. I, so I you wouldn't want to own that, even if money were no it. object? No, I don't need to no? own it. Okay. That'd be cool to have like the uh, the Clark Kent glasses or like a prop, you know, mm-hmm. something small, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know. Where am I going to put it? I feel like I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't deserve to have this kind of stuff. Well, how humble of you. <laughs> now, Johnny Carson's microphone, that's yeah. something you can put on the desk in the office, you know? No, you can't. With well, my like the cleaning people that knock it yeah. over. Oh, get, sorry, I broke your mic. Get ants in it or something. <laughs> Don't do that. Let's go to line three. Hey, have I, uh, have I found your jacket mm. or, the, or the original Batmobile? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a couple of those floating around there. That'd be fun. Yeah, they're worth quite a bit of money. Yeah, they are. See so. that thing going down the Parkway. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we were uh, we were we were passing by uh, the mall up in East Brunswick, and there was a guy. It looked like John Lennon's white Rolls Royce. You remember that car from the pictures at the time? I was like, what is this? Oh, guy? Yeah. Where did he get that? And what is he doing driving on Route 18? The potholes alone. Why are you driving that and car? It was raining. Yeah, that was strange. Oh my God, that is crazy. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ray. Thanks for calling, buddy. Take care, pal. All right, super fan Ray. That's a whole other subgenre of this uh, collecting 
props, if you will, mm-hmm. are the uh, vehicles or the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a helicopter from Magnum P.I. and the uh, the race cars <laughs> from, from this movie. And that's where that's all the car people are really into the cars, you know? It'd be cool to own would be that. You know, they built that... Uh, for the Titanic, just half of the ship. Yeah. To own that and just have it in your backyard and let your neighbors talk. <laughs> why there's, not? There's some of them. You go again. You can find a whole bunch of articles on this, <laughs> but there's some props that you know they're the famous things, and then they they get discarded. Yeah. And then occasionally someone rescues them, but not. But like the uh, one of the props, it was the Death Star in a Darth Vader ship yeah. from Star Wars. Someone was using it just as like a like a light ornament because you know some prop guy <laughs> gave it to his grandson who just gave it to his. You know what I'm saying? It was the same thing with Jaws too. I think we watched an article. Yeah. The, the shark that was used in Jaws was just sitting yep. at the studio rotting until someone finally got it and started to put it back together. I think there was another one. That one of the uh, boats that they used, you know, the remember Jaws bites yes, the boat apart? Yeah. Someone gave the uh, the boat to somebody, and it was just, you know, someone's using it like as their boat. Because yeah. they touched the Jaws boat. <laughs> 732-774-4444. These kind of funny things. You call us, text us, Facebook us. TV, movie prop, or some sports memorabilia. You'd love to own it, love to have it. What would you choose? A lot of texts, Facebook uh, posts about this. Talking about the uh, movie or TV show prop. That you'd love to have, or I guess piece of uh, sports memorabilia. We threw that in as well. Yeah. There's a big show on Netflix that just debuted uh, about collectibles like this. And there's, I guess, as you start looking for them, there's all kinds of auctions all the time. People uh, scoop these things up and then sell them at a premium, that's for sure. TV or movie props, piece of sports memorabilia you'd love to have. Text from 0278 said, any wand from the Harry Potter movies, a lightsaber from the original Star Wars films, Mm. and the jewelry worn by Julia Roberts in the opera scene from Pretty Woman. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> I wonder if that was real. It's probably not real. You know, the jewelry you see in the movies is probably... Uh, I don't know. Maybe That's it's real. I don't know. I know that the... Not to bring up Titanic again, but the heart <laughs> of the ocean. <laughs> in the movie, obviously, wasn't real, but then Celine Dion... There is saying, a real pendant. Yeah, yeah, she wore it at the Oscars or the Grammys or one of those. So there is a real one, but they obviously didn't use that and for she the sang, film. I remember she sang a song at the Grammys. They had like six uh, Secret Service dudes around yeah. her because well, they were so worried about that uh, piece of jewelry. And she always hits her chest when she sings. And there was one point where she was singing and she did that. And you can see clips of the Secret Service people on the ground freaking out that she broke the neck because it's worth like $20 million. I am the greatest singer in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's worth like $500 billion. She can buy another one if she I wants guess. to. You know what I'm saying? Remember, uh, Jimmy Fallon was on with us back in the fall and invited us to come into the uh, Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. And we go in and see the taping and he's got Samuel L. Jackson there, who of course was in the uh, prequel Star right. Wars movies. And they brought out just the, you know, the Fisher the Price yeah, lightsabers. lightsabers. And neither one of them could figure out how to use the it damn thing. so funny. <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson, just as you would want him to, starts dropping F-bombs going, now why the F done this thing? Work. Oh, it was, oh, that was so awesome. <laughs> Classic Samuel L., you know? <laughs> Joyce said Samantha's black cape from Bewitched. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. And Barbara said Maxwell Smart's shoe phone. <laughs> now, listen here, Chief. He's also the voice of uh, Inspector Gadget. Did oh, you know right. That? Yeah. I did know that. Is I, he did. I think he's dead. He's got to be dead. Probably. I think, uh, you know who I'm confusing him with is John Aston, the guy from, uh, played uh, Gomez Adams, the original Adams oh, family. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's still cooking. But yeah, yep. I do think that Don Adams is dead. He's a funny guy. So if you see old clips of him, um, real funny guy. Uh, he did die. Did he? 2005. Oh, all right. Well, yes. I'm way <laughs> off on ago. that one. Way, <laughs> way off on that one. I'm surprised nobody said, uh, it's funny, I always put Bewitched in I Dream of Genie, like it's yes. the same show. It's mm-hmm. funny nobody said the uh, the genie in the bottle thing from I Dream of Genie. That's another. Oh, yeah, that would be fun classic. to own. Yeah. Just a little. Or something from Gilligan's prop. Island, maybe, or <laughs> TV or movie prop that you'd love to own or a piece of sports memorabilia. Like I said, a lot of messages on this. We do check them even after we wrap on the radio here, so you can always text us, 732-774-4444, or on the Facebook machine at 1071 The Boss.